In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 15 through 20, where I'll ask the question, why does the Lord forbid idolatry? Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 15 through 20 says, Therefore watch yourselves very carefully, since you saw no form on the day that the Lord spoke to you at Horeb out of the midst of the fire. Beware, lest you act corruptly by making a carved image for yourselves in the form of any figure, the likeness of male or female, the likeness of any animal that is on the earth, the likeness of any winged bird that flies in the air, the likeness of anything that creeps on the ground, the likeness of any fish that is in the water under the earth. And beware, lest you raise your eyes to heaven. And when you see the sun and the moon and the stars, all the hosts of heaven, you be drawn away and bow down to them and serve them. Things that the Lord your God has allotted to all the peoples under the whole heaven. But the Lord has taken you and brought you out of the iron furnace, out of Egypt, to be a people of his own inheritance as you are this day. As Moses is retelling the law to the people of Israel, which is what Deuteronomy is, it's the retelling of the law to the people as they are preparing to enter into the promised land. As he's doing this, he reiterates the Lord's rejection of all idolatry. The very specific rejection of any man-made image that's supposed to represent him or any other deity. The Lord rejects it all soundly. He forbids idolatry and says that there is to be no carved image. There is to be no physical representation of him in any way. And this is because the Lord is so much greater than anything we could possibly imagine or represent with physical things. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 15 through 20, answering the question, why does the Lord forbid idolatry? Thought number one, no form seen. When the people of Israel were gathered around Sinai and they were looking up at the fire, they were looking up at this representation of God, they didn't see the form of God. They didn't see anything physical, anything that they could touch with their hands or anything that they could formulate or represent in any kind of physical medium. They just couldn't do it. What did they see? They saw fire. They heard the voice of the Lord. There was no form of him seen. There was just this representation of power that was there. And this is to help to illustrate the nature of the creator. The creator isn't like the created thing. He's fundamentally different. He's different in nature. And because the Lord is different in nature than any created thing that we interact with, we should not make physical things to worship, even if it's representing or supposed to represent him. He simply won't have it. He won't allow it because all of it eventually profanes him because it cannot adequately represent his glory, his majesty, his beauty, or his wonder. Thought number two, created things. Moses tells the people of Israel, no created thing, no created thing can be used to represent God. It doesn't matter if it's an image of a man, an image of a woman, an image of an animal, a fish, a bird. It doesn't make any difference. All of these created things, while beautiful in their own way, pale in comparison to the glories of God on high. So no created thing is an adequate representation of God. 
It doesn't matter how good the artist is. It doesn't matter how wondrous the thing that they made looks or the emotional response that it elicits from the individual. No created thing is good enough to represent God. And because of this, idolatry is forbidden because idolatry fundamentally worships the created thing rather than the greater power that created them, the almighty God. Thought number three, set apart. The people of Israel are set apart. They're set apart from all of the other nations. And the place where they're going, the people that they are about to dispossess of their land are a bunch of idolaters. All of these people are worshiping created things. They're worshiping nature. They're worshiping the sun, the moon, the stars. They're worshiping the animal. But there's no reason to worship those things. Those things are all created things, just like we are created things. Those things all have their being, all have their existence from God. So when the people of Israel are told to go into this land, they are told that they are going to be fundamentally different, particularly in the manner in which they worship. They are set apart. They have been brought out of this furnace that is Egypt. They've been brought out and set apart from the rest of the nations and set apart not just by the Lord choosing them, but also set apart by how they relate to their creator. The people of Israel have special information about the nature of the Lord. They have special information that not everybody else has about who God is and how he has made the world and the relationship that God has with creation. They are set apart and they are given this special information. And because they are set apart, and because they have this special information that the Lord is greater than all created things, they are forbidden to engage in idolatry. They will not be like the nations that they're kicking out of the land of promise, at least not if they follow the commands of the Lord. They're set apart and distinct because the Lord has chosen them to be different. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Deuteronomy chapters four through six. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of scripture together.